afternoon and welcome to Lunchtime Series, proudly powered by leadershipbydesign.co, where we aim to add value to people's lives. You can listen to us live every Wednesday and Thursday at lunchtime on ebizradio.com, where we talk everything leadership, coaching, and marketing. And you can catch us on the Lunchtime Series on all major podcast channels today. In today's marketing and leadership segment, we have, as per usual, marketing communications expert and co-host, Craig Pagely. How are you doing, Craig? Evan, I'm great. Thank you. Good to be chatting again on this wonderful day. Yeah, with us just uh, having celebrated spring here in the Southern Hemisphere. Yes. I'm sure you've you've noticed the marked change in, in the weather here, Kevin. I have. I, I've you know I don't usually because I don't I'm not good with the cold. So, but I've got doors <laughs> open and uh, I'm wearing a nice you know short sleeve shirt. So I'm I'm loving the 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 the, the summer the summer vibes. Um, I think some of this this year is going to be a scorcher. Yeah, so, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, brilliant. So, but just talking about you know summer and hemispheres and things like that. Just a quick reminder that in a few days' time, the Rugby World Cup 2023 kicks off. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's a it's an exciting one. I'm, I need to find where I'm gonna where I'm gonna be watching it off. I'm coming to your house or something. Yeah, you need to need to find a, a home base. Absolutely, hey. But yeah, yeah Kevin, on on the topic, um, I've seen a good couple of uh, advertising campaigns uh, starting to you know tactically leverage the event. Um, and when I say tactically, because obviously there's many brands that are not sponsors of the World Cup, so they they they're really using it in a tactical way to to gain traction. And one that really jumped out for me this week was was from Checkers, our big box retailer. Wow. I, was, I was stuck in traffic um, early in the week, and I saw one of the 6060 delivery motorbikes pass by with a a branded wrap around the top box that read, "We'll bring it home." over the South African flag and, and immediately it just resonated with, with the fact that they're talking about the trophy without actually needing to say anything. And uh, again, you know, Checkers is, is plugged into real-time situational events and topics and has, has clearly used the very thing of their delivery service, um, which is to actually bring the groceries purchased home. Uh, and so genius, genius application of the campaign. And I actually provided a little image there for you to see the the branded bins on the bikes really really cool yeah i mean it's brilliant it's, it, that's clever marketing right it's like how do we leverage what's coming up in the world and how do we do this more relevantly and i think that's um you know shout out to everyone listening i think you know it's it's a necessity that we we, we tap into something that feels good you know and the world cup and the rugby is a is an opportunity to do that and i think you know when we do uh, you know, all our differences, and we, you know, we saw that with the Soccer World Cup, you know, all, uh, all the Rugby World Cup that when it was here, uh, you know, all our differences as a country kind of fade away and into, into you know, behind the scenes. And we, we just, we kind of just love that we could win uh, as a country, you know, in a sport. Yes. And I think uh, yes. I, I will be one of them that's, that's, you know, sharing and marketing it and, 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 and uh, cheering on the sides and hope and, and looking out for for uh, you know some of the best rugby that that's ever that's ever plays. So yeah, guys, let's do this. So um, Craig, before we start our show today, um, what are the reminders from some of our uh, key points from last week's conversation? Kevin, thanks. Um, 
So as a reminder, last week we covered the topic of customer experience, which and then we looked at two different articles. Um, for today's reminder points, I want to reference the article titled Five CX Trends in 2024, Everyone Needs to Know About. The article was written by Wim Oliman and was published on the 10th of July to McCoyPartners.com. And the five trends are noted as follows. Trend one is hyper-personalization takes the stage. And in 2024, hyper-personalization will continue to dominate customer experience strategies, which means that it's vital for companies to use the likes of advanced data analytics, artificial intelligence, and machine learning to gather and analyze customer data. Trend two is omnichannel experiences become the norm. In 2024, the focus will be on perfecting omnichannel experiences. Here, organizations need to invest in technologies that actually enable real-time synchronization of customer data, allowing them to deliver personalized and contextually relevant interactions regardless of channel. Trend three, Kevin, is rise of voice and visual search. Uh, in 2024, voice assistants like Siri, Alexa, and Google Assist will become much more intelligent and integrated with the various devices, while visual search capabilities will be powered by AI and computer vision. Trend four, augmented reality and virtual reality enhance engagement. In 2024, businesses will continue to leverage the AR-VR space to create more of these immersive experiences that engage and captivate their audiences, and this will allow brands to bridge the gap between the physical and digital realms, providing customers with much more unforgettable experiences. And Kevin, finally, trend five, more focus on ethical and sustainable practices. In 2024, as currently, consumers are becoming much more conscious of the social and environmental impact of their purchase decisions, and they're placing huge pressure on businesses to align their customer experience strategies with those ethical and sustainable practices. And those are the reminder points from last week's conversation, Kevin. Fantastic. Guys, if you want to go and check it out, it's the five, six trends in 2024. Everyone needs to know. And we had a fantastic conversation about it. It's on uh, YouTube under the lunchtime series or, or any major podcast channels. Craig, so uh, what are we going to discuss today? Kevin, I'm going to expand on the conversation in the past two weeks uh, a little bit more. And this time looking specifically at the topic of customer engagement, which I did give a, a brief mention to last week. Yeah, that's, uh, I think it's a good segue and I think it's it's going to add on from our, our previous one. So yes, thanks. make them flow. <laughs> <laughs> so as usual, I, I just want to set the context first by looking at a few interpretations of the definition of this proposition customer engagement and, and starting with the favorite sources just so according to wiki customer engagement is an interaction between an external customer or consumer either in a b2b or b2c space and an organization which is a company or a brand through various online or offline channels according to zendesk customer engagement is the ongoing interactions between a brand and a buyer across various customer communication channels, such as social media, email, um, various community forums, and webinars. And then my favorite source, according to bloghubspot.com, customer engagement is the process of interacting with customers through a variety of channels in order to take notes, strengthen your relationship. For many businesses, this process begins with the first interaction and extends way beyond the point of purchase. And, and companies can engage with customers via the likes of social media, emails, websites, community forums, or any other space where they're communicating or consuming content, Kevin. 
Craig, so why are these definitions so similar to the topic of customer experience? Yeah, good, good question. So, so they they are similar, yet they have distinct differences. And and there's a there's a lovely paragraph from from HubSpot um, blog dot com that that defines this as follows. Customer experience is the actual experience that your customer has with your product and your company as a whole. Custom engagement is the tools, the strategies, and the actions that you actually put in place to communicate with your customers and help them get the most out of your product. And then according to to GoSquare.com, which is a a business that develops tools to help subscription businesses grow, their, their article, Customer Engagement versus Customer Experience, they state that both sound similar. So this means must be similar things. Well, actually not. So you know you want to retain your customers, i.e. reduce churn and ultimately scale your business. One of the above is going to help you take notes, make more meaningful connections with your customers so that you can actually keep them on site. While the other, take note, measures how users view your products and services overall. So in that instance, again, the, the customer engagement is about making more meaningful connections versus the customer experience is about implementing the, the, the strategies and, and, and understanding how users are engaging with your products and services. So, so definitely some similarities, but clearly distinct uh, business objectives and approaches to the two, to the two topics, Kevin. So with that in mind, Craig, um, what can you tell us about uh, the specifics of customer engagement? Kevin, yeah. So, so I found there's a couple of really good articles out there, but, but the one that I want to focus on for today is titled 11 Customer Engagement Strategies to Help Increase Conversions. The, the article was published on Outreach.com as recently as, as the 2nd of July this year and was written by Carrie Murray, who's a senior editor at, at Outreach. And a good opening statement. The, the paragraph sets the context for the, the topic as follows. Your engagement strategy should act as an all-in-one solution that aligns with your customers' interests. Consider their needs throughout the process. What do they find valuable? What are the sum and some of the common concerns, craft a customer-centric approach that provides your customers with the value and makes them want to engage with you more, Kevin. So let's look at each of the points and interject as, as, as we flow along because there's, there's 11, so it's quite a long, a long uh, set of points. Um, so the first strategy here is share your company's story, mission, and vision. You know, and, and the storytelling is something that we, we reference often because of and yeah, we learn that stories are memorable and relatable, giving customers a reason to believe in your company or your brand. The key objective here is to humanize the brand with messaging and highlight your mission, vision, and story. This helps customers understand the why for the business. And then again, hugely important. This is something we've covered at length, Kevin, because the why is is what they're connecting with. It's important to place customers at the center of brand story, allowing the brand to actually relate and connect to customers, to listen to their goals and frustrations, and to to actually form that desirable, connected, shared vision with, with customers. The second strategy is personalized interactions. So the key to a successful personalized experience, Kevin, is listening and providing customers with those unique 
moments and touches that, that that touches and connects with them, making them feel like they actually matter and aren't just one of many in, in, in the sea of millions. Use data and customer surveys to gain those better insights and to actually start tailoring customer interactions to their liking, focusing on the preferred tone of voice, formats, and how they're actually best served. And then from a customs communications to curated online virtual events, consider every single one of those the opportunity to, to get close. The brand must create those personalized custom experiences from the likes of these curated online and virtual events, all letting consumers know that you're actually aligned with and understand their needs and interests, Kevin. And it's really important to note on the strategy that, that sometimes personalization doesn't register with the prospects. And in those instances, don't force it. And your data uh, gathering and, and assimilation will really allow you to understand which are the customer segments or individuals that are that are not gaining traction and, and are not uh, really leaning into the ED mass personalization approach. In fact, I just want to like, sort of ask a question here because yes. these two, you know, tell, find the story and share that your company's story. Um, do you find that that is even, uh, how relevant do people actively do this? Um, because that leads to the, the personalized interaction of why would you be then personalized, right? If you don't know what that story of the business is, there personalized interaction becomes, uh, you don't really know how to be personalized because you don't really know where the story is, right? And I look at large organizations and they are, a number of them who simply don't have a story or they don't, they, their story doesn't match to their, their culture or their story doesn't match to their mission or what the vision of this business is. And everything is so watered down that, you know, you kind of go, okay, well, when we need to personally inter interact with people, we don't even know why we're doing it this way. Kind of so, Kevin, that, yeah, such a good point. So, so again, going back to that, that, that sweet spot in the center is to find the why. Yeah. What does your business stand for? Why are you in business? Why are you making the products and services that you're actually delivering to the marketplace? When you get that resolute and you, you clearly identify with the, the way that that is going to solve a world problem that address the needs of, of consumers and things like that, you, you're really getting the traction of the lean-in of consumers. And when, you, when you've positioned your why effectively and you have absolute clarity that, that there is purpose in the product or service that you're providing, it's going to resonate with those that, that at least whose needs you are fulfilling and matching. And when they lean in, you use your data to start understanding the core segments and, and subsets within those audience uh, um, profiles. And on that basis, you can then start tailoring and personalizing the message. So uh, on that note, Craig, uh, the third strategy, practice active listening. Yes, yes, this is a really great one. So, so we know customers are incredibly vocal about what they want or don't. Um, so brands really need to listen to what they're saying or not saying about the business, Kevin. And customers are very quick to tell you how to compare, how you compare to your competitors. And it's really important that you make it easy for customers to provide those kinds of feedbacks, to be able to share their experiences. You need to be able to record the responses and most importantly have consistent follow-up in place and and timely follow-up communicates to your audience that you actually heard what they're saying 
and that you're committed to improving the customer experience and taking note of, of their needs again. <laughs> the fourth, yeah. I'm just sorry, I just want to add, like, just side note, like, practice active listening. When, when, when you actively practice listening, it means you're not talking. You, you're not talking. You're actually just listening. Just side note. <laughs> That's just such a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant point. Yes. L listening means forget everything else and be attentive in that moment. Love it. So the fourth strategy is offer lots of helpful content. And again, when you're listening, you get to understand what they're saying. You're able to then formulate the, the content proposition around that. So, so your customers don't buy products, Kevin. They buy solutions. So primarily searching for those answers to, to the common questions or challenges by providing these helpful, authentic resources to address the needs, position your company as a solutions provider, not just a box dropper key. To achieve this, distribute your content across all of the relevant channels to reach as much of your customer base as possible. You can create videos, blogs, social posts, uh, um, you know, and, and share proven tips and practical techniques that your customers will find helpful. And it obviously goes without saying that, that producing relevant content will also keep you top of mind. Kevin, yeah, so the, so the fifth strategy is collaborate to define and mutually agree on a plan that works. Um, yeah, so for your customer engagement strategy, this should be a collaborative effort that includes input from, from participants on both sides of the buy and sell equation. And the interesting point here is, is, is the adoption of a mutual action plan, which helps both sides identify what the resources are, the milestones that need to be achieved, and other information required to actually fulfill a customer's needs. Um, adopting this, this, this mutual action plan removes the gas guesswork and, and it makes the process of conducting and concluding deals a much more streamlined and effective processes as customers now trust that you will actually provide them with exactly what you need. The, the sixth strategy here is about providing free benefits to users. And it's, it's always a, a, an, an interesting topic here because really, you know, what, what is free? So reward users for being loyal customers by giving away something that your customers actually need for free. And, and it's as simple as offering them free information, Kevin, on how to actually get the most out of your products or resources on, on the likes of cost-benefit analysis, for instance. Free benefits are also a way to attract new customers. Um, and yeah, the brand can provide leads with, with a bit of a taste of what the actual brand has to offer without incurring these huge marketing costs that are, that are so prevalent these days. And a simple B2B example is that if your customers are new business owners, for instance, the likes of a free webinar on planning and resource management might actually be hugely beneficial for, for that business. And this is something that your business can really plug into. You know, any, any bit of advice from a leadership development coaching point of view is just a great hook for those businesses. Yeah. The seventh strategy is, is take a social approach. And we know the power that, that the social platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram have. Um, people are using them to express their concerns 
with the business or actually share their praise um, from a great experience they had. These powerful platforms allow brands to gain a much more direct access to customers' real thoughts and feelings. And yeah, it's important for brands to respond to comments, uh, repost user content, show support for a cause, for instance, aligning with key social issues, and then providing helpful resources to entrench uh, you know, that loyalty and deeper relationship with customers, Kevin. The eighth strategy is collect and address feedback, hugely important. User feedback is a way to gauge your customer satisfaction, collect the, the blend of technical quantitative data through your CRM and sales engagement platforms, um, look for some anecdotal uh, quantitative feedback to really understand the customer's experience, and then implement a system of checks and balances that ensure that that follow-up is there and and proper consistent communication remember even if it's negative feedbacks an opportunity to learn more about the customers and then that will help you make adjustments that will increase your success yeah. the ninth strategy kevin is host a virtual customer engagement event and we know since COVID that Everybody has moved onto online. Companies have had to really implement a step change and elevate their virtual events to a new level. The advantage is that these online engagements have now allowed companies to maintain a much more direct connection with customers, and they can be located anywhere in the world, as we know. But a caution, though, is that online events should never replace the in-person experience, as each customer engagement should really be intentional and, and have a purpose. Yeah, companies need to ask themselves why they're hosting the events and actually what do they hope to achieve and accomplish from these online events. On the positive side, the online events provide customers with a chance to actually see your products and services in action, as well as the opportunity to improve conversions and a hell of a lot more brand exposure, Kevin. The 10th strategy, create a customer success center. And this really... I like this particular point. The clear intention for brands is to set up your customers to win. And, and some companies have actually implemented a customer success center, which provides customers with direct access to resources that answer their questions and address their needs. And the goal here is to ensure that customers have all the support and information they need to make a well-considered buying decision or how to use the products to its full potential. And the customer success center also helps keep the team from having to answer the same questions time and time again and ensures timely access to, to customers' most pressing needs. And then Kevin, the, the final strategy here is use the right tools to better engage your audience. An extension, this, this is a wonderful extension of the customer success center. Um, this, this particular engagement platform, some of the benefits are that you can organize and automate your strategy to maximize each touch point through the customer engagement journey. And with the right tools and technologies, you can actually create this experience, the seamless experience across all channels for your customers um, and, and serve your sales team's needs by managing the workflows and reducing those repetitive tasks that they get stuck in. Um, and, and there's a lovely closing statement for, for this particular strategy, and it's that customer engagement involves leveraging interactions to create a rewarding experience for your audience. Companies who need a better way to manage their process should consider engagement platforms that combine 
all strategies and make it easier for their teams to serve prospects along the customer experience journey. Great, but just listening to, I mean, like they're, they're fantastic points and, you know, like customer, a customer experience center, uh, you know, again, that's that's a whole. It's a, it's a differentiator. You know, when you if you think of a of a of a, a um, an insurance company, or if you think of a bank, if you think of a uh, an engineering firm, uh, you know, depending on the audience and how you can target them, how do you create a customer experience uh, center? But I think for all of those things to to sort of be leveraged and used as a, as a as a really key customer engagement tool uh you have to have your your basics in in you know you know uh like mission and vision and story and and <laughs> starting Stop. from the core again you're right absolutely from the, from the why and building out yes holding it outwards and i think you know because you listen to some of this and go oh that's such a brilliant idea but like okay well but then, you know, do you have a story? Do you know what the vision is? Do you know what the mission is? So, you know, you can't start, yeah, with an engagement center when you haven't taken care of the why, you know. And, yeah, and 100%. That's, that's well said. People need to, to note that, you know, perhaps take this in order of, of, of growth. That, you know, once this is done, then go, go and do this and then go and do this. And because I think that will be a sort of another layer and another layer and another layer. Um, but just to have an experience center, you kind of go, well, you got to know, have, you know, know what you're doing and why you're putting it one together. Like there has exactly, to be Kevin. And, and again, going back to last week, it's like, it's like looking at the, the layers of the young and you peel it away to get to that, the nugget in the middle. And that, that really is where it all begins, the why of the business. And then you repackage all the layers and you end up with this beautiful, collective, engaging, meaningful, purposeful business. Yeah, exactly. So um, as we're in today, what are the key takeaways that you can share with the listeners? Kevin, thanks. Um, three, three wonderful little takeaways here. They, they're from an article titled Mastering the Three C's of Customer Experience. And then I came across this on the beyond um, the arc.com. And the author notes that from years of helping companies improve their customer experience, I've seen that it always comes down to three C's. And, and you'll appreciate these champions, culture, and communications. These fundamentally also apply to managing major change, which is often what's needed to make this measurable impact in customer experience, Kevin. And, and I just so know this rings true for you. Craig, I'm gladly going to steal those three C's from you today because I think yes. that, that's, you know, when you do have champions, you have a, a strong culture uh, and a recognizable culture that, that really knows its true DNA and, and it's an obvious kind of way that we do things in this world uh, and, and, and clear and effective communication. I mean, with those three things, very little can go wrong when, you, when you've got that in place. Eh? Exactly. I, I think so. It's, it's amazing. I thought I thought we could end for the show today. So let's look at them. The first, the first C is champions, and we learn the following here. So you need executive champions who represent a customer-first mindset in their words and actions. 
champions rally the organization to understand the big picture of why customer focus is so important to the business. They put a stake in the ground stating, this is how we run our business now. This is where we focus. And the people and processes will then start to shift and align with that. Everyone should know who your customers are, what their core needs and concerns are, and what motivates their actions and decisions. The second C is culture. And here we learn that customer-facing employees have to think about culture because it's part of their role. Many other teams are more focused on products and processes because that's their job. The employees may think customer experience isn't relevant to them because they never directly engage customers. But if their work does not reflect a customer-focused mindset, it may be having a negative impact down the line. As such, a critical part of developing customer experience improvements is to actively engage everyone, whether it's through team huddles, training, or tools. Every employee has to understand how they play an important role in influencing customer experience. And, and leaders in this realm of, of offer practical support to their teams, dedicating resources and enabling employees to get the guidance and tools they need to actually understand how to bring the customer experience vision to life in their mindsets and in, if, in their everyday actions as well, Kevin. Mm-hmm. And then the third and final C here is communications. And, and what we learned here is that where the champions come to the fore again, delivering effective communications, clearly and consistently conveying the customer experience vision and why it matters, going to the core again. It's important to allow communications to nurture the culture change by supporting employees and shifting to this customer-centric mind shift. And a way to to achieve this is to demonstrate what customer-focused communications really looks like, then actually help the teams and understand how to use the language and tone that that will resonate better and will actually address those those, uh, um, key audiences in a different way. Then the article closes with the following statement that puts some, some of the challenges into context here, Kevin. Mastering the three C's may seem simple, but in a large company, it's harder than it looks. The reality is that people operate in silos and there's really a unified customer experience, vision and mindset adopted by everyone. However, even at a grassroots level within individual lines of business or departments, it is a powerful start. And uh, those, those are the key takeaways for today, Kevin. And well, Craig, I think, you know, that's a perfect note to end this on because, you know, champions, communication and culture, uh, those are a great company can't, you you can't, uh, you can't not have a great company when you have those three things in place. Uh, And when you have the right champions, you know, uh, supporting that culture uh, and an effective communication an internalized communication strategy that that motivate and and uphold the culture, uh, then you know it's almost like having a team of uh, of 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 people working in cohesion and yes. cohesion to kind of obliterate anything that stands in their way, right? Um, but they're working together and they they're doing it as as a as a team would that that's a high performing team. And, and that can only be achieved again when the business clearly defines why, you know, what it stands for and why it is in business, and that the the values of the organisation, the values of employees, and the values of the the consumer meet at at that 
that sweet spot. Craig, so a quote that you already, I mean, you've already brought it to our attention, but your, uh, Bill Gates said, your most unhappy customers are the greatest source of learning. Ah, that's <laughs> right into the conversation today. That's fantastic. <laughs> so I think that's quite apt. And I think, um, yeah, I mean, you know, if you go through this again, it, it really does give you some really great insight on what engagement should look like and can look like. Uh, and and the, the, the actual tools that you can implement. So thank yes. you for that. I think that's brilliant. Fantastic. Thank you, Kevin. Craig, have a fantastic week. I will see you soon, and uh, I'll chat to you later. Thank you very much. Have a good one yourself. Cheers. Bye. Bye.